guys, and welcome back to another episode of Feed and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health nutrition, brain performance coach, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for helping you guys basically to learn how to use your brain, but more specifically, how to use different nutrition, lifestyle, workspace, living space, design, cognitive behavior protocols to prime, to design your brain in a way that it gives you its best genius. So you're focused, you're motivated, you're not procrastinating, you're not brain fog, anxious, all over the place, um, not able to start things, not able to finish things, um, or maybe pursuing habits that just don't longer no longer serve you and you don't understand why you keep doing them if even if you do know that they don't work for you right so all of those things happen because you don't really understand how to collaborate with your brain how to make your ally instead of your kind of enemy also um in the future episode i want to focus more on things like creativity and learning and memory and how through nutrition and behaviors and lifestyle and even yes workspace design you can improve those um for me you know personally memory learning creativity it's always been kind of a um not so much of a talent, but they were always there. Like I never struggled with that, right? When I need to write something, I do write it. When I need to come up with some, I don't know, some catchy title for the workshop, I always do so. But that's because I know what to do to, what to eat, how to, what kind of behaviors, what kind of, what kind of things to do to make it's easy for my brain to be in that creative state or to learn better, to memorize things better. Today, uh, instead of a story that is still in production, going to be out tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Uh, you're going to hear from a person. There are not so many people like that who are building digital nomad communities around the world who helps people to stay connected. So that's kind of, that's coming tomorrow. Today, I want to talk to you about another talent, quote unquote, of mine that my mom mentioned to me so many times. She like, Angela, this is your talent. I don't know how you do it, but since you were a kid, you were able to do that. And I think I only now realize what exactly I do naturally that a lot of people don't. And that's why you might find things like uh, following through with daily actions on a long-term project. Like some projects can take a year, two, three, four, or five years, right? To fully realize, for example, your expertise in some area, it might take like five, 10 years, right? But you need to daily work towards that. So how do you not procrastinate? How do you keep going? Uh, how do you make yourself do things that are required to be done consistently to get to that long-term vision, right? Uh, even though it's not even guaranteed. Like, how do you make yourself do things that you don't want to do today, right? There are always going to be those moments. People think I wake up every day and I just feel like it. No, um, sometimes I wake up like feeling something, sometimes not. And But I still make myself do things. How do I do that? 
And I don't struggle that much with making myself doing that. And I actually enjoy doing those things once I start. Like yesterday, for example, I needed to write an article um, for my audience to bring my knowledge to uh, a lot more people, to share it, to reach new people, to help more people with my expertise and my experience, right? So I needed to write that article. But writing is cognitively hard. All writers would agree. Yeah, you kind of love it. Uh, the process of sharing, but it's also hard. Um, you gotta put together not just what you think about, but also put it in a way that makes sense to other people that has structure, but also has passion and is interesting, you know, creative. Um, and of course, for every writer, it's a never ending work in progress. Like you're always trying to get better to, um, bring your point across. But I love writing. Yeah. I've been writing since. Since I was in school, I was actually in literature and language special class where we had uh, more classes than other kids and other classes um, would have for literature, for um, language. And of course, there was a lot of composition writing. So, so I think since then, I've always loved writing and I felt like I needed to write. And that's why I have one blog that I've been doing for many years now, more than 10 years. Um, it's actually now just, you know, idle. I don't do anything there. And I have now another blog that I keep writing. I'm just always writing. So I love it. But it's always hard. It's like, it's cognitively hard. And sometimes, especially when I have a lot of work and other responsibilities and writing takes at least three, four hours. Uh, so I do struggle with that, but I still do it. Whenever I put it in my plan, I do that writing. And that's the talent that my mom used to tell me about. Um, whatever I would put on my to-do list, I would do it. Whether And I would do it consistently, not just once in a while, just like with my exercise. I started my gym when I was 13 years old, and I'm 35, and I'm still going, I still go to the gym regularly, right? So this is what she refers as my talent, that consistency. And you will find, guys, that among thought leaders, successful people, people who you admire, they all have this skill of consistency. Now, today, you're going to learn a secret of how they actually do that and how their brain, how my brain functions differently from yours if you're the person who procrastinate a lot and find it hard to build consistency. And actually, you might be good with that consistency in some areas, and you might be not as good with that consistency in other areas. Maybe you work nine to five, right? And you've been working there for, I don't know, 10 years or doing some kind of job. So you do have consistency there. Of course, that consistency is pushed by the need to make money and survive, right? So it's not like you can choose um, unless you don't have to work, but you still do do it anyway. That's another story. But the same skill applies. You do that skill, what my mom called my talent, in some areas and you don't do it in other areas. And the reason being is you don't use the same cognitive model or a way of thinking that you do in the areas where you do things consistently and you don't use the same model in the areas where you don't use things don't do things consistently. Now, today I'm going to reveal to you one talent, one thing that helps you to do that. On Friday, 
uh, or Thursday, probably Thursday, I'm going to continue with three other neuroscience-backed ways of thinking or operate your thinking brain, so to speak, that will, again, help you, will allow you to not procrastinate ever. And I actually use all of them. But the first one, I believe that's the most important one. Okay, so now you might be like, Angela, well, tell us what it is. Okay, first, I'm going to tell you uh, who brought my attention to that talent of mine and of a lot of successful people and made me realize that, aha, this is what I actually do. I just never realized I did it. So I finished a book, I think like a week ago. Uh, The book might be new, might be not as new, but the research is new. So the book is by a neuroscientist who studies motivation and how um, people who succeed at getting to their goals, especially hard goals, especially long-term goals, how they think differently, how they motivate themselves, right? That was like her quest and still is her quest to figure that out better, how it actually works in the brain and what things people do to get good at long-term doing and not procrastinating. So the book, the author, she is a neuroscientist, Emily Balsatis. She studies motivation and probably um, other things too. And she wrote a book, Clearly Closer, Better, How Successful People See the World. So clearer, closer, better, how successful people see the world. And in this book, she introduced a concept. I actually made a video about that on my Instagram, so check that out also. She introduced a concept of white brackets. And it it says nothing to you probably at the moment. So I'm going to explain it on the on my example with that article that I had to write yesterday. So it's a struggle, right? Writing that article, and I might as well procrastinate. There was no immediate punishment so so for that whatsoever. It's not something that I'm paid for. No, it's for education of people for developing my brain, my brand, for developing my expertise, my leadership, my thought leadership in the area. And I'm already kind of pointing you towards what white brackets are all about. So the narrow focus is on writing that article. It's one piece of action, right? But then you open up that narrow focus and you look at your life, at the project of your life through wider brackets. Um, that's the term that Emily Balset is used, and that's why I'm using it too. I like to call it bigger vision of my life. She said wide brackets, maybe because it's a little bit more closer to life and something that you can envision. So whenever you have a project that doesn't have immediate punishment and it's more like investment into your long-term goals and visions. Like for an elite athlete, it can be becoming an Olympic champion. And that, well, first of all, Olympic games happen only like in your sport every four years. So you have one chance in four years and then there are all kinds of qualifications, right? So you might be working towards that goal for like 10 or 12 years. So how do you show up every day? Have you ever thought about that? Like what kind of thinking it requires? You know, you show up when it rains, when it shines, when you're in pain, when you're good. You show up and you have no guarantee that somebody will let you even participate in the games, leave alone that you that you'll win, right? And you still got to do it and nobody really paying you for that. So 
wide brackets. Those athletes, they use at this point to show up daily wide bracket. They look at their life as a bigger, wider project. They have a vision of becoming an Olympic champion. And they understand there are no guarantees, but they also understand it really well, that if they don't put in the work every single day, then the answer to that vision, to that dream is going to be automatically no, right? And that's why they keep showing up. And that's why I keep writing my articles, because I have a vision of my life, of myself, maybe in five, maybe 10 years, maybe sooner, who knows, the world is a very magical place, you never know, and you have no guarantees. But I have a vision of my life that I'm an expert in brain performance, in brain training, in brain education, that I help millions and maybe billions of people to learn protocols and behaviors and habits that prime our genius brain, the brain that feels limitless, that I have apps, that I have books, that I speak a lot, that I have my coaching practice, that I have my education company. I have this bigger vision. But right now, I have very little from that. Yeah, I wrote a book. I gave a couple of talks. You know, I'm doing workshops almost every week now. I have clients, I coach. So there are things that I'm beginning. But things like writing, I need that to think aloud, to share my knowledge, to start developing my audience, my leadership, people who's going to be the fans of my work, people who are going to follow and use the work and spread it, right? It's never, the work is never done by yourself. And so for me, I understand if I don't take this step today, it's an automatic no to my vision in five, 10 years, right? So when you procrastinate on what you need to get done today, you gotta look at your life through wide brackets. And you gotta ask yourself what this action can contribute to. And if I don't do this action, what am I saying no to in my future life? What kind of vision am I basically deleting because I don't show up every single day? Right? What are you saying no to by not doing this thing today? I think also what you kind of have to understand and experience in this moment when you when you're about to procrastinate, you can experience that pain in the future of not having that vision because you didn't put in the work. Now it's one thing when you didn't get lucky or you know you didn't get your chance or like you had an accident or something. It's one thing when something happens in your life and it's another thing, another feeling of regret that you know you just didn't put the work, you procrastinated too much and that's why that vision never had a chance to realize. So looking through a wide bracket at your life and realizing what you are building with the action you're taking today, that's the skill that all people who build themselves from zero to hero, who never, you know, had stardom uh, or anything like that at their beginnings, but they built amazing things in life. They materialize that vision. So this what all of them have in common. They look at what gets needs to be done today and whether they feel like it or not, they do it because they understand that if they don't and this pattern continues, because, you know, if you say no today to this action, it's going to be harder for you to do it tomorrow and the day after. And every day you have 
a chance to contribute to mastery and excellence and personal development or just stay the same, right? So those people, I also very clearly understand that if I don't do this thing today, I have less and less chance to build that vision in the future. And again, people who succeed at building 5, 10, 20 year visions, sometimes they at the beginning, they don't even know what it grows into. They just have this dream that drives them like their North Star, right? People who succeeded that, they all use white bracket. They look at the action today, however small, however insignificant it might seem, and they they kind of know that, that if they don't do that today, then their vision in five, 10 years has less and less chance to be materialized. And then they do it. And so that's what my mom called my talent. Um, it's not my talent. I think, I don't know where it actually comes from. Um, I still have to think about that. But since I was a kid, maybe because of my dopamine levels and, you know, dopamine makes you think about the future, maybe because I think um, about the future a lot. I'm, I'm not sure. But since I was a kid, I knew uh, I could set a goal for myself, like finish the school with metal, you know, 11-year goal, and I did it. And I could put myself through the studying, through the work that needed to to be done. Um, somewhere along the way, I got maybe a little bit distracted and worth with that envisioning. Um, but then now I all I, I feel like that talent of mine never uh, been stronger. And so every day I show up, I record this podcast, I write, I communicate, I propose projects, I think of ideas, I move it forward, I write, I read, I learn, I listen uh, to experts, right? Every day I do something. And that's because I feel so connected to that vision I look at my life through a wide bracket. This is the vision I'm building, right, today with these actions. And that's how things get done. And that's why I don't procrastinate. So for you, a takeaway exercise, a piece of homework, right, like you didn't have enough to do. But guys, remember, it's your bigger life project that we are talking about. So in the areas where you procrastinate, and you feel like these are the areas, they are not urgent, you're not going to die, you're not going to starve, you're not going to, I don't know, suffer because you don't do them. But if there are areas that you know, if you don't start to put in the work there consistently, that you know you're never going to realize that vision that you have for your life, that grander, bigger, exciting, inspiring vision. There is an area where you know actions today matter to that vision. Then figure out how to connect to that bigger vision every single day before every instance of daily work when you tend to procrastinate. Figure out how you connect to that vision better. Make a vision board. Uh, visualize it in your head. Uh, what I often do, listen to the music and there is this like five manifestation, five minute manifestation track and the guide in the track tells you to visualize, to feel, you know, the, the, the vision of, of the project that you're trying to build. So I do that every single day. Um, I, I write down my goals. Uh, I look at the examples of people who built what I want to build. Well, not the same, but, but, but similar, uh, trajectory. 
I do a lot to connect to that vision. And somehow I also am naturally a visionary who's more in the future than sometimes uh, in uh, in today. So maybe, I don't know, that's again, high level of dopamine that I also support a lot. Um, but you can also get better at it. So first step is again, think of those actions that you procrastinate on and think to what vision they are connected to, vision in the future that you want to build. And then every time you have difficulties getting things done today, connect to that vision and realize what are you saying no to if you procrastinate today, right? Ask yourself that question. What am I saying no to by not doing this thing today? What am I destroying in the future that I want to build by not doing this action today? What will never get into existence if I don't do this thing today? What What, what is it? What are you going to miss out on, right? Ask yourself that. And then I promise you, you're going to get better at that skill of not procrastination on long-term non-urgent goals if you do this practice consistently. Before every instance when you're about to procrastinate, you ask yourself, what am I killing in my future? Like, ask yourself that question using that language, that powerful language. What am I killing in my future by not doing it today, right? Practice it, practice, practice it, practice it until it becomes your second nature, like it became mine. You know, now my mom says it's my talent. (laughs) Not my talent, but something I practiced since I was a kid. And you can do too. And that's it for today, guys. That your homework, that your practical exercise from now on to get better at. And announcements. So tomorrow going to be a story from a person who also has a long-term vision and building it, if not every day, then, I don't know, very, very consistently, right? So today you're going to hear a story from a digital nomad who building tighter, better digital nomad community. Uh, on Thursday, I'm going to give you three other takeaways from that book who, from by neuroscientist Emily Balsetta's Neuroscience of Motivation, right? And how to get long-term project done. So this is going to be on Thursday. And on Friday, we're going to some, we're going to cover some nutrition topic, maybe to improve your dopamine levels. And dopamine, besides the motivation, it is in charge of your visionary muscle, right? Again, maybe that's why I also am so, so good at envisioning things because I see my dopamine levels also because of the practices, all the practices they do every day. I think they're quite high. But back to the point of today, what are you killing in your future if you don't do this thing that you know you got to do in your heart, in your soul today? What are you killing in your future? Ask yourself that. And as usual, Till next time, do something good for you.